your fantasy brief segment today. That's something you're not aware of. That's oh, okay. My Lanza. That's, I'll save that for later. Oh, my you're starting Lanza. Tom Brady tonight? On what team would you start Tom Brady tonight? I'm, I'm starting Daniel Jones over Tom Brady. Andy oh, asked if he was starting Tom Brady or Drew Brees. I said, you're starting Tom Brady. Oh, I think you That's guys both said you're, I, I think I think you're well, maybe maybe Keith gets the blame because he was taught yelling about I'm starting Tom Brady and it's got to be a context there. You can't just say I'm starting Tom Brady. The Bears have not, not allowed anything better than the 21st uh, quarterback score in the first four weeks. That's a yeah, good the, defense on the road. No Chris Godwin, and you're telling my listeners or your listeners to start Tom Brady. If you have him, I would start him. Not start in DFS. The show. But. Just start the show already. Let's go. Previously on The Winner's Club. So now somehow you go 3-0 and and it's still our fault you didn't win money. Ever since Shime told me to shut my 0-3 ass up, I have not missed a bet, folks. So I'm starting to sense a pattern here. This, is, this isn't one pattern. of those apophenia things. It's a big psychology word drop for you. This isn't apophenia. There is a pattern here. Okay. And it is every week that I trash you two on the blog post, I go 0-3. Yeah. I, I've, I've decided karma is real. Yeah, no kidding. 3-0, 0-3, 3-0, 0-3. He gets he gets his big ass head because he goes three and zero goes zero and three, he f- f- has to ground himself. Gets a big ass head because he goes three and zero, has to ground himself again. At and least I'm going zero and three, but like so we have these bits we'll do with my picks, and then I actually bet money on them, and then they're wrong. Yeah, so. they are. It's great. <laughs> That's a, is it? There is there is a theory out there that it's easier to come back from losing than winning. Like when you lose, it's like okay, I lost. I got to go back to my process. I got to focus. Got to work. But when you win, you start to your ego grows. You feel like, okay, I've got this thing figured out. I wonder if if John, with you, when you lose, you really grind. You, you get your your glass of wine out at night, get the candles out, and go through uh, the spreadsheets and the sharp football websites. But when you win, you're like, yeah, you know what? I got this thing figured out. That's a real that's a real thing, by the way. But do you want to hear a depressed uh, John on. text? I'll, by the way, read the text after my my picks recap here, because if there's if there is ever a way in which a person's ego could inflate, mine went to the absolute limit when I uh, made one of these picks last week. I'm super smart. I went three and zero last week. Obviously, I am going to give myself the first pick, and as a super smart individual. I am going to uh, take the New York Jets. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. My next pick, I'm going San Francisco 49ers, minus seven, Sunday night football against the Philadelphia Eagles. All they have to do is put the team on the field, and they beat them by more than seven. And I, I am holding Mutt's hand there if we didn't get that in. Oh, so I am what? also taking the Monday night Atlanta Green Bay over 50 seconds. Yes. I- Sounds really bad playing it back, but you you can imagine uh, much to my chagrin when at, at, there was a point a five a five play span during that Thursday night football game where I had money on one Joseph Flacco. Yeah, you did, Pretty like amazing. an idiot. I don't like that. Pretty well, amazing. I didn't intend for that to happen. So, but this is what the text I get from John uh, Sunday oh, night, or actually, it might have been was this Monday night? That was Sun- Monday night. Monday night. <clears> oh <throat> and four in fantasy. Oh for three in gambling. Oh for three on Tinder. I'm about to go four and zero on these IPAs because we don't give free plugs, though. So there's something going my way. <laughs> I'd love to tell you that that was a bit. We do a lot of bits here. That was not a bit. That's not a bit. That was <laughs> that is a legitimate text from John to me. I think Feidelberg calls it sad boy season. You are a sad boy. That was oh, I'm very sad boy. boy right now. Big time sad boy season. All right. Well, luckily, uh, some of us were not sad boys this week, and we'll uh, we'll start with Sean. Damn right. So I'm going to go with the over, 53, Seattle uh, Seattle and Miami. I just expect the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to dominate here. I'm going to take the Buccaneers laying 7.5 against the Chargers. 
I'm going to take Buffalo laying three against the Raiders. And I was really close on that other pick, too, when I missed by half a point. It is what it is. I lost well, that one. Close one. You were in the close you were, one. You were, you were close, but to be fair, like <laughs> you needed a Tom Brady comeback in the second half. That game was nothing Got like out of I thought it was going to be. I, I picked that game on, on my show on Friday night. And I was I, I was stunned in that first half. I thought I was going to lose going away, and I got a, I I got it seven, so I got a little push. Uh, but that go. that game was insane. I, I I was not expecting Justin Herbert to do that against that Bucks defense. Yeah, I and I got off on that. I got lucky with the Seattle Miami line too because uh, I picked it here. I then picked it on free money on Dalen Keefe, and at that point it had gone up to fifty four. And by the time I actually got to play it, it was up to fifty five and a half. Yeah, and see, so it, I did not hit. The, the the people have, have have caught on. The over had hit at such a ridiculous rate. Even even last week, it still hit. It was people the only one o'clock like game crazy. to not hit the over last week. Was that Miami Seattle game? And it was one point off. They're punching overs, man. Overs have been awesome. Defenses aren't as good, and you got to be aware of that. And yeah, if you're thinking about betting an over, Shime, I, I would maybe suggest that people do it early. You know, just bet it early. And if you have to come back and hedge, if you feel like you you didn't get the best number, you come back and hedge, but you may you may miss out by two or three points if you're not betting on Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, like your best bet is to just get it early, and if it jumps up that much, you can always like hedge a little bit and then hope you middle, because then you just win like win big, all and the then money. you're good. Yeah, exactly. The, I'll take so. all the money, sure. Well, nice job, two and one. I think someone else on the podcast went two and I, one. I think week. so. Give me the Colts, lay the two and a half. I know it's Phillip Rivers, I know he's old, but I like the Colts laying the points at Chicago. I am punching the over and sitting right now at what fifty six and a half uh, right now on Monday my, night. My, your hands, your hands are warm. Oh, uh, oh, oh my, uh, oh my, fa- oh wow! Wait, that, that's, that's, that's the that's the popcorn, John. Please, let's, let's be a gentleman here. Punch me the over, Shime. Monday night, roll it all there over fifty six and a half. So I'm gonna lay the three points. It's an absolute donkey pick. Everyone in the country is gonna take Buffalo. Anti Derek Carr podcast. Eight and five on the year, month against the spread. Mutt's, Mutt's having a good year so far. It's well, we we take we take three picks per podcast. We've done four of them, so I believe I'm eight and four. That's yeah, he's eight, eight plus four, eight four, and four 12, Sorry, right? we, we got that wrong on the blog post. Then yeah, that's did. okay. Yeah, because he went he went he went three and zero, oh, two and one, two and one, one and two. Well, that's pretty good. I'm just using two hands to count those. It was weird. I'll yeah, keep uh, rocking out these two on one weeks. We'll take it. Was uh, like a lot of people thought the over was a lock. And then when Jamal Williams got stuffed at the goal line on Monday night, said, This bet's done. Okay. All righty then. Do you want to know? You want to hear a real bad beat here, Mutt? Uh, so Monday it. night, I was I loved where you guys were at with the over in that game, that uh, Atlanta Green Bay game. But I was like, you know what? M- make it safe for myself a little bit. I'm going to go nice little super tease. Nice little three team, 10 point tease. Uh, I got. Kansas City at basically they were laying a half a point, so they just needed to win. I had sure. Green Bay plus four, which is glorious. That was easy. And then I took the over. I got forty six and a half. Mutt, do you know how many points that game scored? Forty six on the dot. And they missed two extra points. Two. They just need to make one of them. And one of them was Mason Crosby, who is automatic inside of 50 yards at Lambeau Field, and yet he missed an extra point. By the way, Mason Crosby, Brutal. spitting image of Timothy Oliphant. Oh, I found that God. out the other day. He's got he that touch of gray it. going. Yeah. Very, very, also, there's like very a, there's, good gray. It's like three out. Like Eric Dane looks like that, too. Yep. And uh, who's the other one? Who's one that, who, who married Fergie? Uh, oh, um, Josh Duhamel. Josh Dumel. Dumel? Josh, Josh Dumal. It's Demal, you idiots. Demal? I only only know that because he appeared with Joe Castiglione a couple DeMall. times on the Red Sox radio network. Really? Oh, nice. I think it's Demal. I have no idea. Okay, either way. Demal. Yeah. So, huge bad beat for me Monday night, which is brutal, but it is what it is. All right, award-winning news segment. 
finally, he's gone. They finally did it. I didn't think they'd do it, but Bill O'Brien has been canned. He sucks. Yeah, I don't like. I don't know what to make of this. I still think Houston sucks, but they have some kind of bounce back, right, Mutt? Like, there's got to be some yeah, kind of bounce I mean, back uh, here. I, I guess I'll save my take for my picks because they're involved in my picks this weekend. But uh, he proved to be a bad coach. He proved to be a bad GM. J.J. Uh, Watt was able to get in a fight with him and get him fired. And That's the weird thing going on there now is this, this Jack Easterby character who was here in New England as like a character coach and w- was part of the uh, team chaplain situation. Now he's going to stay on as the interim GM to hire a new GM and a new coach. So they're still a mess. Their ownership stinks. But they have a really good quarterback, and they keep missing this window because th- this should be a playoff team. They should make some runs because – when you have a guy like Deshaun Watson, you should be winning games, and they're just they're blowing their window with one of the upper echelon quarterbacks. It's a brutal thing. And then on top of that, we have the Tennessee Titans may not even play again this week because of COVID. They're now up to what twenty two people testing positive between players and personnel. Well, and you don't want to. Well, Shime, you don't want to include the Pats here, so we do this on Thursday afternoons. Oh. Uh, the Patriots today, I guess, lucked out and didn't have a positive. I mean, they're. They're two positives from not playing this week either. Yeah, they gotta right? have. They're they're bound to have a positive over the next forty eight hours, right? Like between Friday and Saturday, I almost feel like they have to. If it's Based Gilmore, the now, maybe Gilmore they, and yeah, Cam, maybe they can like, push it. It has to be somebody else. Maybe they can push it back to Monday or Tuesday. But I'm not going to be shocked if neither one of those games plays. You know, this weekend, just be, uh, Tennessee Titans, especially the forfeit is really in play for them, which one hundred percent would piss a lot of people off. People Me who bet one of them. win totals, like season long win totals, on the Titans and have MVP ticket. Do, do we, we lose Mutt? Do we lose Mutt? I don't think that's ever happened before. Me either. Mutt? Mutt? You there, buddy? <laughs> it's the first time, unless his axe is fried like Dale's that that time. Uh, anyways, okay, so let's uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's continue to move on because we're professional <laughs> podcasters here. Um, so, yeah, Tennessee Titans, Patriots, both games could be forfeited. Uh, both games could end up very, very badly for us because – uh, you know, betters with season-long win total bets and everything like that, and just in general, it's just we don't we don't want COVID to to infect football. Like we saw baseball deal with it with the Marlins, we don't want to have to deal with that long term here with football. So hopefully, uh, they can figure their shit out. All right, I'll we can we can at least launch into our picks while we try to get mud yeah, figured go for out. It. Well, no, I, I shouldn't be going first. All right, fine. I'll go. Unless first. you want me to go first, no, want to go first? No, I'll go first. That's fine. No, you go first. Uh, so my first pick here is I'm actually going to well, hold, take... hold, hold, hold. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so the the first pick I'm going to make here is I'm actually going to take Cleveland getting two points at home for the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I think Cleveland is pretty good. I think Kevin Stefanski is like low key handsome. Yeah, he's handsome. He's a good football coach. He just, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is about Isn't the Browns Baker, that I like. Baker's almost – this is basically his rookie year. That's how I'm yeah, doing this. I think they need to – it is a full reset for Baker. Odell, they're finally – I mean, it, it took them three, four weeks to get him involved. But Odell had a huge week last week. If they can continue to keep him involved, uh, that that Cleveland offense is going to be really good. And Miles Garrett, I mean – He's going to be in the conversation for defensive player of the year. So Indy banged up on the defensive side too. Yeah. So I'm just I'm a lot of a lot of Indy best defense in the league takes going around, but banged up this week. Your favorite matchup of the week. I know you love your your line play. The biggest matchup of the week: DeForest Buckner versus Wyatt Teller. 
Uh, it is going to be a battle. Not even just Teller, because Joel Batonio uh, and J.C. Treader as well. That's yep. the best. When Kevin Zeitler was there, best interior line in the league uh, last year was a bit, man, they couldn't really find someone to, to plug that, uh, I believe it was the right guard spot. Wyatt Teller now plugs it. They get Jack Conklin. I believe they drafted a left tackle as well. They mm-hmm. have got, they've probably, besides the, these are the two best O-lines in the league. Can we have them go up against each other? Oh, man. Can, like, Cleveland's O-line play Battle D-line? Oh, John, John has his <laughs> pants off and he's ready to go. But, yeah. I love so I'm, I'm going to take Cleveland here. I know uh, Mutt's, Mutt's been high on the Indianapolis Colts. I just don't think Phillip Rivers wins this game. I'm going to be honest with you. This is an anti-Phillip Rivers take. I love Frank Reich. Out on Phillip Rivers. Give me the Cleveland Browns getting two points at home for Indianapolis. And we have waited so long for this, and it is finally here. Folks, Mike Zimmer and the Minnesota Vikings are going outdoors on the road against a team with a winning record. It has been written according to the Winners Club Gospel. That when Mike Zimmer travels outdoors and plays a team with a winning record, you will bet against the Minnesota Vikings. Mmm, yes, sir. It's different. I love it. That sax hits different, man. Oh, we've been waiting all year for this. I think it's going to happen a couple more times this year where the Vikings have to go outdoors on the road. But I will take the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, what do we say? What do we say? Getting seven? Yeah. They're laying, they're laying seven. Seattle's laying seven. Oh, sorry. Seattle laying seven at home against the Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins looks like crap, but Justin Jefferson's coming along. The over might be a good pick in this game as well. Yeah, I was looking at that as well. It's high, though. It's like 57 and a half, which is just a huge, huge yeah, number. Yeah, that's way too. I don't, I don't, I don't mess Love with that. Love the idea of a Seattle in the over tees, though. So Ooh. you get the over 47 and a half and uh, Seattle by a point. So. Uh, I don't hate that at all. All right, um, hit me with another one. My second pick is I'm actually going to go to a team who's actually one and four. I'm going to be betting on a one in, or one and three. I'm sorry, one and three team, but they're playing an zero and four team. That would be the Dallas Cowboys versus the New York Giants. Cowboys currently laying even nine matchup. and a half points. Yeah, definitely an even <laughs> matchup. No love lost in this game. Uh, I took a huge spread against the Giants last week. Didn't pay off for me because the uh, Rams just didn't want to score points. Um, but I think Dallas will score points. It, Dak Prescott is on pace to throw for over 6,700 yards right now, which is just absurd. Uh, and so I, I have to ride with the Dallas Cowboys here. I think this is where they start to get things back on track. Uh, schedule is going to lighten up a little bit for them over the next couple weeks uh, and before they have to get back to playing actual opponents again. So I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys laying 9.5 against the New York Giants. Atlanta Falcons, I like a bounce-back week for them on offense at least this week. They're not going up against a corner like Jair Alexander who could take probably their only healthy wide receiver, except for that dude. Who's this, like, Zucchini or something? (laughs) Uh, Zacharias. Zacharias. Apparently apparently he's a guy. He's a guy. Hey, Mutt. Hey, Mutt. I hate him. It's a Monday night. We had – I had – Awesome DraftKings lineup. I played the, the the Packers tight end, this mini Kittle guy. John Tanya. Unbelievable. Or Robert um, Tanya. I had Aaron Jones. I had uh, I had everybody. I had, had James White earlier in the day. I had the Chiefs defense. And then all I needed was something out of Calvin Ridley or Julio Jones. And this Zachariah Zucchini fella is just, he killed me. So instead of winning <laughs> all the money, I lost all the money. So I'm familiar with his work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, so in this game, I like the over 54. I think with the other wide receivers back and no real stud to take Calvin Ridley out of the game like Jair Alexander did on, uh, on Monday night. And the Panthers, better than we thought. They are. The Panthers are much better than everybody Matt thought they Rule, were going to be. Joe Brady doing a good job. 
Joe Brown. I love that dude. He looks like Chicken Little, too. We were talking about this on the air mod earlier. I want to see what you think. Their offense is almost better at this point without Christian McCaffrey, and I've always I've always felt that a team that invests high draft capital in a running back tends to overuse that running back in inefficient ways, such as the Cowboys with Zeke on early downs. Saquon definitely fell under that uh fell, fell, fell under that category. Definitely Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette, that was like the worst thing about the Jaguars that they were like, well, we used all we used a you know a fourth overall pick on him, so we have to give him the ball forty times a game. Without McCaffrey, they're actually spreading it out a little more, and I think it's better for the Panthers, and I think it's helped their offense, and that's why I like Carolina, Atlanta over 54. Mutt, uh, Shyam and I have each done two now, so if you would like to rattle a couple off. Well, I, I, I'm not sure I disagree with how you got there, but the offense, I think they're better because Robbie Anderson the last couple weeks has been much more involved. He might be their best receiver there. I, I'm actually, that, that game I'm on, I'm actually on Carolina. It opened at like three. It's down to one and a half. I, I'll take the Panthers plus the one and a half at the Falcons. I will also play some money line here, Shime. Ooh, I'm not okay. sure how I'm going to spread it out, but the, you know, to get a little bit a little more sprinkle, yeah, uh, of an odd the odds there. You guys, I'm sure you talked about Dan Quinn. Uh, numbers courtesy of our friends at the Action Network. He's yep, now we did. 18, 18 and thirty three against the spread as a favorite. <laughs> what? Eighteen and thirty three against the spread as a favorite in Atlanta over five years. Eighteen and thirty three oh, against the no. spread as a favorite. He's a favorite this weekend. Uh, the Falcons' defense is the second worst in terms of points allowed. Their pass defense is second most allowed this year. They're allowing almost 350 passing yards per game. Julio Jones is probably not going to play in this game. Calvin Ridley, I just mentioned, he took a goose egg. I think he had zero catches on zero targets in that game. They're banged up. I want the Panthers plus the points and on the money line. Uh, I don't know if it's McCaffrey or not, but Mike Davis' the backup has been pretty good. And Mike Davis, where's my fantasy ding? Where's my fantasy ding? Oh, you want to you want a DFS 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 ding dong? You better play Mike Davis this weekend. <laughs> no, Reggie Bonifant's on the IR. They got nobody else. It's going to be Davis three down back. He's McCaffrey's back next week probably, so they're going to use Davis everywhere. You play Davis and do not even think twice. So I'm on the Panther Panthers plus Panthers 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 plus the points against the Falcons and a little money line as well. We have, we have a guest in the studio, Mutt, and I think you just thought that that was Shine, but that is Andy. I Hart. thought it was a drop or something. I'm yeah. so nope. used of Mutt misspeaking on Mondays and Wednesdays <laughs> and various nights during the week. It just I, I feel at home immediately. I'm at home with Mutt misspeaking. Hi, can Mutt. I, can I point out that Andy Hart has a podcast on our network that is actually he pretty does? good. He and Hannibal are doing a good job this whoa, year. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's the, the need for the word actually? How about you just say, it's pretty good. Go listen. Surprisingly. Andy, because you're involved, Andy, there is a su- somewhat surprise that it's good. Yeah, well, exactly. No, Andy, carry... at the end of every episode, we plug every podcast on the network, and we're like, oh, off day, that's pretty good. Dork, that's pretty good. And uh, there are none others that we need to plug. <laughs> I agree with that. Everybody else just kind of packed it in, went <laughs> yeah, home. Just went Put home. Put the tent away. <laughs> <They> really did. <laughs> so, yeah. Went home. So you're giving out daily anymore. fantasy advice? No, yeah. Mutt was. But... Yeah, so I, Mutt, I, I got these two. Well, I actually did. I got Shime. I didn't get uh, our friend John Anderson. And I'm assuming, I don't know, when When get does this go to what? air? When does this go to air? Right now. Okay. Literally We're live. Hour. Okay, hour. because they advised me on Thursday night football yeah, to play one Thomas Edward Brady Jr. I heard. And I have Drew Brees. I have Drew Brees as my other quarterback. And they assured me, first of all, they're using this general theory that in this coronavirus era, Always play the Thursday night. No, guy. no, no, not always. always play the. But I don't care that all his receivers Thursday are hurt and his tight end is dead. Just play the Thursday night guy. You'll get those crappy points early in the week. Cameron Brait is about to rise from uh, do the Undertaker. Keyshawn rise Vaughn from the about to have a big day too. Do you guarantee? 
is Keyshawn Vaughn the guy who dropped the ball that should have been his yeah, sixth touchdown 30, pass? Yes, it is. He's yep. close Was to it? being outside the circle of trust, so I don't I don't feel great about the Keyshawn Vaughn <laughs> He also Vaughn did catch thing. a touchdown pass. Though. He did, but Brady was not happy because that was historic. He only yeah. has six touchdowns once in his career? I think so. In he could have had an historic day in his new home for his coach who's mm-hmm. questioning him. So that guy better be careful. Don't tell me he's a positive. He's okay. a net negative right now in my mind. Right, but you're geez. guaranteeing me. How do I have so much energy right now? I don't know. That's a good question. You did a four-hour show. I did a four-hour show. I just had, hey, Mutt, you'll be happy to hear this. You some flour on your face, I think. I do? Yeah. No, he's it's lying to you. Beard. Just continue. Oh, uh, <laughs> I just did an air check. What's an air check? Oh, you oh, we sat down with the program director? Yeah. Remember Mutt? I did a show with Mutt once, and he's like, yeah, when I was re-listening to the show, and I was like, what? You re-listen like, to the show? Who re-listens to shows? I do that all the time. I'll listen to something oh. to see like how it sounded if I was playing yourself. things too loud. I just did it for the first time with Boss Man. Uh, great. Great. I thought I had a really good scouting report. Gave me some <laughs> tips. Criticized others and how they were holding me back as a talent. It was, yeah, it was pretty right. good. I Are any of those people right in this you, room? Nope. Not at all. <laughs> Are they connected to this room via access? Nope. Not even in this state. <laughs> oh, all right then. Uh, that that makes sense then. Okay. Oh, so uh, not. Oh, so not Dale. Oh, I think it was Dale. Nope, okay. Nope. There you go. Nope. Nope. We've narrowed it down, and we can move along. Yes, Listen, we can. <laughs> Andy. Andy, let me just say. Uh, so we started the show today. I ranted because I heard the fantasy uh, the the segment, whatever you guys call it, fantasy five or fantasy friends. The I'm fantasy sure. brief. I don't know. It's Rich Keith and Charme. Do, do you have anyone else you can pick up on your waiver wire? Because I so I have Tom Brady. I'm not playing him. I'm playing Daniel Jones. Yeah, over Brady in season long. I, I think you're right. I think at Chicago tonight, limited weapons. It's a Ronald Jones game. They're going to go two tight ends and run the ball and get try to get out of there on a short week. I don't like Brady tonight, but Brady versus Brady is a coin flip. Uh, I, I try to I'd go to my waiver wire and see what else is out there. I got to tell you what I'm doing specifically. I'm playing Tom Brady for okay, one reason, so I can bitch about it later. So good, I can rip hey, these I'm just two. saying. That's bit. That's and, and, if, I like and, that. and when he's good, that means I can just I can rip Mutt and be like, told you, he was good. No, no. Three touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. If good. he's good, you know me. I oh, acknowledge I it when it's good. Oh, I know. But I also Give acknowledge nice it when it's bad. Give me a little pat on the back and you'll yes. rip me apart if it's bad. Oh, I, I will. Yeah, you're right. That's exactly what it is. It's a little pat on the back if it's good and I will shred you for 25 minutes if I it's will, bad. As soon as the game's over or even in the fourth quarter if he's bad. I will get a tweet directed directly at me nope. from Jumbo Hart. Hey, Shime, how about that Tom Brady play? There's no question there. No yeah. question at all. Oh, I'm aware. You also the, tweet, did... the draft is already saved. Yeah. He just got to hit send later. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, he has no two question. versions of the tweet written <laughs> and then already. If, and if yes. Tom Brady does well Tuesday next week when I see Andy, Andy will be like, hey, thanks for telling me to play Tom Brady, and that's it. That's nice that's and easy. pretty accurate assessment. The negative the goes all the way to the, the end of the spectrum, but the positive is just like barely yep. over the middle. Just Listen, right into the positive. I covered and spent a lot of time around, fortunately or unfortunately, Bill Belichick for the last 20 years. Yeah, we noticed. And the man- You never bring it up or anything. Literally articulated he's not real big on positive reinforcement. That's how he works. <laughs> he doesn't believe in positive reinforcement. I think by osmosis or whatever, that has seeped into me. Not okay. big. Even though- I've told you this before. That's not how you're supposed to coach. The great John Wooden. I believe it's a 7-to-1 ratio. It's supposed to be positive to negative. You're supposed to have seven positive comments. Nobody does this with you, by the way, on your job no, performance. Absolutely not. No, absolutely not. No 7-to-1 positive seven to negative, negative and zero positive. <laughs> well, I mean, at some point you might and do I, and something. I have to, and I have to hope. Hey, you nailed the drops today. Thank you, you nailed them. All the birds and all the cats and everything. You <laughs> nailed the hell out of those. You did a very good job. Appreciate Andy, that, Andy. You can you can't go home now. You uh, don't I, have to stick around. I didn't You're know you guys were actually yeah, doing we have, a podcast when they wave me in. We have 10 minutes. We have 10 minutes here. Because you're using free Zoom or something? I've got an oil change, and Shime's got, what are you getting? 
Shrimes got to yeah, work. How about the, hey, Andy? Cut. Look at the dedication of these two uh, Joe Rogan wannabes. They got to leave the podcast early to go get a haircut. No, and get we the didn't oil leave cake. early. We specifically started early so that we. Well, now Andy has now stretched it out next ten wanna, minutes. Well, why Andy. are you on the phone? Why didn't you come in early? Would have been a better my call. Closet, I'm on a studio. It's my new home studio building right now, as we speak. For building? Other projects. What does that mean? You plugged a box in? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> Is there even foam on the walls? There's those like that slanty foam on the yeah. walls that Is there like, any makes of the that? acoustics egg perfect. Yeah. There's the egg, egg cartons on the ceiling, yes. And <laughs> Do you pillows, really have Pillows that? all over the doors. Yeah. Do you really? Of course. No, you don't. You're you lying. Well, that's just so basement? he doesn't hurt himself. That's got nothing to do with <laughs> well, the studio. Or he could have just come in early, right? Hello? Good. Is this thing on? At 2 o'clock for a 6 o'clock show. What time do you make Andy, me do you come want in to... on Patriots Monday to tape an interview? Uh, not, not, you didn't have to this week at all, by the way. Yeah, that so was great, zero, actually. Zero times. Andy, you want to hear my last pick for the week? Yes. Oh for that? Sure. So there is something happening. Hey, that's fine. Jeez. Shime, there's something happening in Cincinnati right now. There's something there. happening here. Joe Burrow is good. This is I what we hear. call Joey in Covers. That just made me uncomfortable. He had that Joe voice. Joe Burrow has covered the spread every single week. Lamar's got a knee. I like the Cincinnati Bengals to cover the 12-and-a-half-point spread at the Baltimore Ravens. I don't hate it. I love it. I, I do not it. hate it. I, Your can, guy's hurt. That's weird. I, yeah, all right. <laughs> I, uh, I, love, I absolutely love this pick. I have been all about the Joe Burrow covers every week. Except you told the Bengals not to draft him. It was a different story, Andy. That's that's completely... never. You're never going to live that down because I think you. he's yeah, special. I think he's a potential Hall of Fame. I think he's really good. And you said they should. You want to know who else looks really good too? Justin Herbert looks really good when you could have gotten him at five, and you could have got a lot more. For you the, think for Justin Herbert's pick. as good as Joe Burrow? Ah, uh, that's yet to be seen. In ten or fifteen Probably years, not. you think? Probably. I not, don't think so. But look at the hair. The hair. The that's... hair is going to drive him right, out Andy. of success. Keep it in your pants. Excuse me. He just oozes leadership. Burrow. I love him. Confidence? I follow that man. If if he was like, follow me into this fight, and it was a literal fire, I would walk into the thing with him. I swear to God. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that cigar. He's got some David Koresh to him. He's got some swag to him. He's got confidence. That's what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Maybe he should hang out with Jared Stidham a little bit. I know. Hey, this is what you do. You walk in like you're the cock of the walk. Like, this is my house, my show. Well, that's what happens when we you do win the national championship. Jared Stidham did not do that. He did not. It's fair. Sure but he did, did go to Auburn. Bars on the floor. I mean... He was a big-time player, and all these people are telling me, first-round talent, first-round talent. He married into running. I never said that. I didn't say you. I said all these people, lots of them. You have the whole list of sound bites. There's plenty of them. (laughs) Mutt ran them in the open the other night. We have a litany of sound bites of people saying he's a first-round talent. Of course, that was before Cam Newton arrived, because you know what Cam Newton actually is? First-round talent. First-round talent, because he went in the first round. He was the number one pick. It's because he was the best player in the country. He won a national title at Auburn. Yep. And uh, the first overall pick, rookie of the year, MVP, appeared in the Super Bowl. Makes sense. And was the Patriots starting quarterback before he was even officially signed or had ever set foot in yep. the state of Massachusetts? That's the reason I have a Cam Newton jersey, because Rich Keefe paid up on his debts. It's like a Lannister. It's a nice jersey. Always pays his debts. My son it's wants one of those. Nice I'm not one. buying it until there's a there's an extension. Nah, that's fine. I All right. Mutt has two picks left, and Shime has a pick. Andy, All right. Can I can, leave? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're dismissed. Bye, Bye Mutt. See you uh, one of these nights. And uh, everybody pay attention to Thursday Night Football to see whether Andy Hart gets screwed on the Tom Brady <laughs> advice from this damn podcast and this damn expert. Peace Thanks. out. See ya. All right. We've got seven minutes. Speed round. Uh, Mutt, next for the, pick. Re- for the record, folks, I'm reading a text right now from John Anderson uh, three hours ago saying, we have to be efficient on the podcast today, and I said you can't do that, and so I am confirming. Okay, well, that, that right was now. Andy's fault. I had what nothing to do with f- the yeah, lack of efficiency as the, today. As the facilitator and host, your you job called is to him Andy, in. Stop by, say hello, yeah, and but, then let, we'll go do something else. Yeah, but this will we'll pull over some listeners now. Anyways, Mutt, what's we your will? second pick okay. of the week? Uh, 
I'm going to go with the Bill O'Brien's gone. I'm betting the Texans. Give me the Texans minus six and a half against Jacksonville. Uh, this is a uh, easy. This is a, there's not a lot of science behind it, but I just feel like he was holding them back. I don't think they'll look a whole lot different with Romeo Cornell as the interim coach. He's had a million chances before, so it's not like he's some whiz kid offensive guru. But they're going to play better. The defense is going to play uh, for Romeo. They're going to try to prove a point that Bill O'Brien was holding them back. And I think Jacksonville is sort of in tank mode. So uh, I, we saw them get run over by Joe Mixon last week, and I won't be surprised if David Johnson does something similar. So uh, this is more of a gut pick than an analytics pick, but give me the Houston Texans. Bill O'Brien's out minus 6.5 against Jacksonville on Sunday. I'm actually going to stay in that game, but take my next pick. I'm not going to pick the game. I'm going to pick the total. Uh, yep. Right now the line's at 54. I think that's way too much. I'm going under here, under 54. I, I know I a lot it. of the overs have happened, but again, like I think Houston gets a bump here by cutting Bill O'Brien. I still think yep. these are two pretty crappy teams. I don't think there's going to be a lot of points. Neither team has had – we've seen flashes of success, but not, neither team has had great success. And I just think 54 is too much. This is like a – this screams 21-18 to 18 finish to me. Uh, and so I am going under 54 in the Houston Jackson what, game. What, what, what in any game will ever scream 21-18? to 18? Where does the 18 come from? I don't know. It's like, oh man, this is missed scr- extra points. This that is screaming. This me. game, this game, shine. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I get working a little. Blue. This would be like this is the difference between PG and PG thirteen. It's just Shime's presence on here, <laughs> probably. But <laughs> last pick, uh, I'm gonna go to Sunday night, and I, you sure, you know, I real, I don't, I don't do this very much, so I feel it's like a new thing for me. But this Seattle team actually, might I don't be do pretty this very good. often. This, this, this Russell Wilson guy. I think he might be okay. I think DK Metcalf might be good. I mean, no one talks about him. Chris Carson. Uh, they, I, nobody talks about this team. They're really, really underrated. But I'm going to take the uh, the Seattle Seahawks wow. club, laying seven uh, against the Vikings. Uh, this is one uh, of those do you know what this players. is? I believe this they is a gospel pick. And he's also holding my hand, but this was when his Wi-Fi disconnected, so he didn't hear this. Uh-oh. So you, you... Remember! Might your hands are warm. That according to the Winners Club gospel, you have to always bet against Mike Zimmer outdoors and on the road against an opponent with a winning record. All right, floor is yours. John bet, John bet Seattle? Yeah, he did. All right, I like the Vikings plus. <laughs> I'm going to go Vikings plus the points. I'll stick with I'll stick with Seattle for all the reasons you guys said, and I, I think that if you looked at Minnesota, they actually they took their entire secondary from a year ago and scrapped it, and this secondary is no good. And against Russell Wilson and David Moore and Tyler Lockett, who is sitting on a a major bounce back game after not being involved as much in the offense last week, and DK Metcalf obviously, and Chris Carson and Greg Olson and blah blah blah. Uh, I think it's a woodshed game. Give me Seattle on Sunday night, lay the seven against the Vikings outside Mike Zimmer. To his credit, Mike Zimmer has an attractive girlfriend, according to social media, but he's going to lose this game on Sunday night. He does. That's actually true. All right, so I've got Carolina, Atlanta, over 54, Seattle, minus 7 against the Vikings, and the Bengals, twelve and, plus 12.5 at the Baltimore Ravens. Ooh, ooh. I've got Cleveland getting two points at home for Indianapolis. I've got Dallas laying 9.5 uh, against the New York Giants, and I have the under 54, Houston-Jacksonville. I'm going to go Carolina plus the one and a half against the Falcons with a sprinkle of the money line there. I will take Houston laying six and a half against Jacksonville in the Bill, Ob- Bill O'Brien's gone game, and I'll take Seattle minus seven against it. Uh, no, Seattle minus seven against the Vikings. Give me Seattle minus seven against the Vikings, Mike, not the Falcons. They played that game already. <laughs> Mike. 
high-scoring affair. I'm talking to myself now because this is how the podcast Every is Every time I today. hear Mike or Chris, start- I'm just like, who the hell are people talking about? We started yelling about Tom Brady. Andy Hart interrupted us. That's fine. And because of that, we're actually up against it. So we will not get to do the normal wind down at the end of the show because oh, well. uh, I got car stuff, adult adult car stuff to do. Mm-hmm. And Chime's okay, well, getting a whack. Can you tell them where to follow the podcast? No. Sure can. Club Pod. You can follow oh. us on Twitter at MuttWEI, at ShimeTime, at AndersonJA, and of course the podcast at Winners Club Pod. And Mutt, enjoy the rest of your weekend.